started tonight, I got a little short video to kind of kick it off. Because on his account, many Jews were rejecting them and believing in Jesus. Made plans to kill Lazarus too, because on his account many Jews were rejecting them and believing in Jesus. Okay, y'all just caught the end of the video there. I'm going to leave y'all in suspense uh, on how all that goes down. Thankfully, we do have the Bible though that will tell us how the story goes. Um, in our, in our lesson tonight, what we're going to be talking about is Mary worships Jesus. Mary worships Jesus. Now, what comes to your mind when you think about worship? It, if we're not careful, it becomes blemished and kind of tarnished because of all the distractions that can keep us from true, the true form of worship. You know, we bow down and worship so many things in our lives and that we don't even understand or can't see. Sometimes we're just oblivious to our desires and what we do truly worship. But turning from the negative because we have enough of that in our lives, let's concentrate on the true, pure, loving worship. And we find that tonight in our text. And it's the book of John, chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. Okay, we've got it here on the screen. And starting off there in verse 1, it says, Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here, a dinner was given in Jesus' honor. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard and expensive perfume and she poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected. Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. All right. So, then Jesus responds here in verse 7. It says, Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It wasn't intended. It was intended that she should save the perfume for the day of my burial. And then ending with verse 8, You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Let's pray. Father, we just pray for your word to penetrate our hearts tonight. And I just pray for each and everybody that's here to be able to worship you and serve you wholeheartedly, Father. And we ask for the Holy Spirit just to stir our hearts through your scripture. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. So here we have our scripture laid out before us. Um, and, and if you would... Y'all follow me over to this table where they're at because have you ever noticed, I don't know how it is at y'all's house, but a lot of things happen around the family table, you know, and in the kitchen area. So 
And that's, that's where our story takes place tonight. We're at the table. And Jesus is the honored guest. Um, let me back up a little bit here. Uh, because Matthew records that they were at the home of Simon the leper. Now, it didn't say that in the book of John, but all four Gospels come together and complete this story. And Matthew says that they were at the house of Simon the leper in Bethany. Now, you think about Simon the leper. What, what do you think about when you think about a leper? Well, you see... They were considered unclean. They, they couldn't socialize. They couldn't live inside of the community. They couldn't be around other people. And so I would think, it didn't say, but I would think that Simon the leper was no more Simon the leper, but Simon the healed. I believe that Jesus had healed him. Now, imagine he's healed, and imagine Simon is coming back home to his family after being gone for so long because of the disease of leprosy. Now that is reason to celebrate and that is reason to have Jesus as your honored guest. So there they are at Simon's house. Jesus, the honored guest. Martha was serving. Now here we have a lady who is no stranger in serving Jesus. In Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42 we find that as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home up to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he had said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried about, you're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. Isn't it funny in life how we do this in church, we do it in life, we get so busy serving and working, doing this and that, doing this and that, that we're really, we, we end up kind of taking our focus off of Jesus, really. We're trying to serve Jesus, but we're so preoccupied. Jesus is in the room, but we're over here trying to serve him when Mary had it figured out. You see, worship overworks. Mary had an attitude of worship, and she listened at Jesus' feet with an open mind and an open heart right there at the feet of Jesus. And if there's anything more, than, more important than serving God, it's simply being in His presence. Mary and Martha are often contrasted. True worship will always trump works, however. There must be a, health, a healthy balance. Charles Wesley said it best in one of his hymns, Faithful to my Lord's commands, I still would choose the better part. Serve with careful Martha's hands and loving Mary's heart. Now we go from there to the supper table.
I got ahead of myself a while ago, but let, let's move to this supper table where they're all gathered at Simon the leper's in a place called Bethany. You see, Jesus is an honored guest, and rightfully so, and he's there along with his disciples. And of course, there's Simon, the healed leper, and Lazarus, who Jesus had raised from the dead, are there as well. And all are being served by who? Martha. Martha. She's still serving. She has a servant's heart. So Martha's serving. Now let's begin the worship. We open the door here to Mary. Mary comes in with a big old bottle of some of very, very expensive perfume. And bound down at Jesus' feet, Mary took the place of the slave because she lowered herself to Jesus' feet and she made Jesus her master. And she had a bottle of pure nard. Now this, you just couldn't go at any dollar store or Walmart and pick this stuff up. It was oil extracted from a root of a plant that was grown in India, which wasn't next door to where they were at. It's very rare. It's very hard to get. It's very expensive. Oh, but it's very easy on the nose. So what we have here is a great sacrifice on Mary's part. She breaks open the bottle, because that's how they were made. They didn't have a screw-on lid. So she breaks open the bottle, and she begins to pour it on Jesus' feet. This very expensive perfume. And then she done something that Jewish women did not do in public. She let her hair down. By doing this, she humbled herself in front of everybody. And then, then she took her hair, that long, beautiful hair, and she began to wipe Jesus' feet. Now, she didn't use a rag. She didn't use a towel. It was much more intimate than that. She used her very hair to wipe the feet of her Savior. It was total adoration. You see, because a woman's hair was her glory back then, and to do that, I can just only imagine that she's just trying to have to keep a part of Jesus, you know. She'll have that scent in her hair, and that'll be part of her Savior with her. And then, as she begins to do this beautiful thing for her Savior, the whole room began to fill with this aroma, this very, very pleasing aroma. <sighs> Take a sniff. Can you smell it? Can you smell the, the smell of the beautiful worship that was in the air that night? Mm. Ah. Unfortunately, we leave there and we go back into a valley because that's what a Christian life's all about, right? Hill valley, hill valley, hill valley. We have this beautiful picture of of true worship and then we go to verse 4 which introduces this dark cloud to the beautiful worship service this display of adoration ticked old Judas off why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor 
it was worth a year's wages. Now, here in Arkansas, that's about $23,000. That's a lot of money. And then the other disciples got on board, too. They're like, hey, yeah. You know, and they began to, to ridicule and scold this lady for, for being so careless with something so expensive, just pouring it out. You know, why? She could have, you could have helped the poor. Look at all the things you could have done. Sell this. $23,000 does a lot of things. Right? I mean, you can kind of almost see their point. Almost. Believers, don't be surprised if the world doesn't understand your love for Jesus. To them, it was crazy, crazy, ridiculous. She got scolded for that. It was her sacrifice to her Savior. But you know, I like this part coming up. Jesus stands up for Mary. And he reminds them all that he's the alpha. He's the man in the room. If we read verse 7 and 8, it says these words right here. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save the perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. You know, on that little short video, Jesus said that to Judas. Well, he just hunkered his head down. He put him in his place along with the rest of the disciples. Leave her alone. She knows what she's doing. This woman's heart is in the right place because she is preparing me for my burial. She knows what's going to happen. She's showing her adoration now, not at the graveside, but right now while I'm still here. I love you. You're my Lord. I mean, look what she did. Look at that true form of love. Just place yourself for a moment. And I know it's a little bit harder for us guys to do, but it's probably easier for you women. Think about Jesus. Now, don't confuse this Mary with Mary Magdalene. This is Mary, the sister of Martha, the brother of Lazarus. Okay? She's a very prominent woman. And think about her, what this, what this must have meant for her to walk into this room full of men, which she didn't do then. Walk in there with some perfume that in our day would be $23,000. I couldn't imagine spending that much on perfume or clone or anything. But she takes it and she pours it on the feet of Jesus. And in the other Gospels, it also says she pours it on his head as well. She's anointing Jesus. And she has so much love for him that she's down on her feet. She's down on her knees at Jesus' feet. And there in front of everybody, like I said, she let her hair down. And she began to wipe feet with her hair. Now, if you're not a feet person, this might be kind of gross to you, but that's how much love she had for Jesus. She cleaned his feet with her hair. And just because it touched his feet, that was special to her. Could you imagine how special that was to her? 
Let's sum it all up right here. And I'm asking myself, as you ask yourself, how's your worship? Are you at the feet of Jesus, claiming Him as your master? Are you willing to make great sacrifices for the King of Kings? Can you humble yourselves to Him while being in a room full of proud people? That's not easy to do. Let your worship fill God's house with the pleasing aroma. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just pray that we can learn a lesson from Mary, Father, to put the world away, to put everything else away, and just have our true focus be on Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that we may hit our knees right there at His feet, right there at the foot of the cross. We bow down in adoration and make Him our Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Father. And I just pray that we would pour out our sacrifices to Him, Father. Give our lives to Him if we haven't done so. I just pray that we can be a pleasing sacrifice, a pleasing aroma to You, Father. Let our lives be a sacrifice to You tonight and the rest of our lives. We thank You for this night. We thank You for this lesson. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank each and every one of you for being here. I'd like to invite you all back Sunday morning for church. And keep praying for our people on our prayer list and keep lifting our pastor, Brother John, up. And if you can, we'll see you here on Saturday. Good to see you guys. God bless.